It's 8 o'clock on today coming up on the rise. We're going to see a post-holiday spike. There's no question about that. COVID cases ticking up ahead of the holidays from coast to coast. How the spread could affect your festivities and what experts are now saying about the need for booster shots. Breaking barriers. Did you set out to be the first or did you just do what you did? No, I just did what I did. You don't know you're the first. Hoda goes one-on-one -on -one with the Dallas Mavericks since Marshall, the first black female CEO in NBA history. The emotional story behind her success just ahead. And word on the street, Elmo stops by Studio 1A with a very special announcement. Join us in saying good morning to Sesame Street's newest resident today, Monday, November 15th, 2021. From Philly, here for a mother-daughter trip. Celebrating my mom's birthday. From Nashville, Tennessee. What's up, Clever, Missouri? Good morning, today's show. From the Johnson family in Madisonville, Tennessee. Celebrating our son Braden's 17th birthday. We love you. From El Paso, Texas. Making my dream come true. Hi, Hi Hoda. Aw, hello, Hi, everybody. Back. Good morning. Hello. Welcome back to today. Nice to have a good closet crowd out there. And they get to feast their eyes on the Rockefeller Center Christmas Ooh, they tree. They have good timing, that crowd. Good yes. for them. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. Holiday excitement definitely is growing. But so are concerns about a potential winter surge in COVID cases. NBC's Sam Brock joins us with the latest advice on how to stay protected if you're flying, if you're getting together with family and friends. Hi, Sam. Morning. Savannah, Hoda, good morning. Look, there is no question. This is the time of year that we all look forward to, to getting together with loved ones. It just so happens it's overlapping this year with an uptick in COVID cases. Some 20 states right now, guys, seeing an increase in the double digits of infections. And it's not geographically isolated either. It's the Northeast, the Midwest, the Great Lakes, the Southwest, Southern California, making it even more difficult to try to pin down one reason why this is happening. Health experts do say this, though. It's a guarantee. If you are unvaccinated, right now and heading into the holidays, you might as well have a target on your back. The most important thing you can do is to get the vaccine. And for that roughly 70% or so of the American population, adult population that is fully vaccinated right now, new language, stronger language from top health officials, including Anthony Fauci, about boosters. He's calling them essential, not just helpful. And there is an expectation right now that the FDA is going to be approving a uh, booster shot for everybody 18 and up in the coming weeks. So we'll wait, guys, to find out about that. This as the ranks of children children joining those who are vaccinated also growing some 1.1 million kids under the age of 12 now vaccinated just in the last several weeks. Savannah and Hoda back to you. All right Sam thank you very much. Tension is rising this morning in Cuba where the government has vowed to stop today's nationwide day of protest. Cuban Americans uh, rallied over the weekend to show their support for those who are demanding democratic and economic reforms. NBC's Morgan Radford is here with more on that whole situation. Good morning, Morgan. Hey there, guys. Good morning. Simply put, this is a really big deal because this is all picking up the momentum from the July protests, which were unlike anything we've ever seen in our lifetimes. Cubans pushed to the brink by the pandemic, now calling for patria y vida, freedom from the more than 60-year-old dictatorship. And today, they're asking the world to help them. A sign of solidarity. A caravan of cars in Miami showing their support for Cubans just 90 miles away. As Cubans on the island gear up for mass protests today, demanding basic necessities and freedom. 
U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken echoing his praise for the brave Cuban people showing the strength of their will. Just months after unprecedented anti-government protests swept the island in July, leaving hundreds imprisoned by the Cuban government. Junior Garcia, a playwright and leader behind today's protest, spoke to NBC from inside his home in Havana. I think that uh, we don't have democracy in Cuba. This just hours before he says his home was surrounded by state agents on Sunday. It is a reality that Iris Marino Garcia faced firsthand. She was jailed for 10 days following the July 11th protests and says she still won't give up. Tienes miedo. Are you afraid? Sí. Sí, tengo miedo. En este brazo, en mi brazo derecho, recibió hematomas, me dieron golpes, me arrastraron, me secuestraron. Claro que tengo que tener miedo, soy un ser humano, pero estoy en paz, porque sé que lo que estoy haciendo es justo. Mi conciencia está limpia, es justo para una Cuba plural, una Cuba democrática y libre. ¿Qué necesitamos? This all comes on the same day that Cuba reopens its borders to tourists, after being closed for more than a year during the pandemic. That's why those marching today say now is the time for change while the world is watching. Meanwhile, there are still nearly 700 estimated detainees from those July protests. In fact, those same sources you just saw me speaking to there in Cuba say they fear for their safety and their lives. Before our interview, they said their full name and location on camera just so people would know where to find them if they get taken away today. In fact, they are blowing up my phone right now, calling me this morning in hushed tones, one showing me videos of the agents standing outside their home just to prevent them from protesting today. So the situation is serious and, and getting even more grave. So much courage that they're showing in speaking out. Bravery. Thank you, Morgan. Such an important story. Thank you. Uh, let's turn now to an amazing water rescue that was caught on camera. Check this out, folks. A film crew shooting a fire department recruitment video in Maryland even included a water rescue drill. Suddenly, there's real drama. A car rolls into the water at a nearby parking lot. It starts to sink with the driver trapped inside. Fortunately, a rescue diver in full gear for the video shoot was just 10 feet away. Soon, he and his team had that car door open, and they were able to haul the victim to safety there. What are the chances? Wow. Oh what are God. the chances? That's, yeah. No accidents no. right there. Wow. No. All right, you want a boost, kid? A Monday boost. Here we go. Okay, one year ago, there was a little girl named Naomi. She lost her teddy bear while visiting Glacier National Park in Montana. It was the bear that her new parents had sent her while they were waiting to adopt her from an orphanage in Ethiopia. Unknown to them, park ranger Tom Mazarisi found the teddy, kept him in his patrol truck as a mascot. Wow. Fast forward one year later, a family friend happens to go to the park. She spots Teddy on the ranger's dashboard. Uh, she took a picture. Naomi confirmed, yep, they had the right bear. And soon she and Teddy were happily Talk about oh. no accidents. No what? accidents. That's the theme of the show. That's incredible. Yeah. All right, there's a morning boost. I yeah. bet you got a little morning inspiration. I do. Oh, you're going to love meeting this lovely lady. Her name is Sint Marshall. She's a trailblazer in the NBA, CEO with the Dallas Mavericks. She's got some powerful things to say about her success, her tough journey to the top, and why she says you should always stay true to herself. That 
is her secret to success. She'll share it, but first these messages. We are back 8-12 with a woman who has carved quite the unique path to the top of the NBA. Yeah, mm -hmm. Cynthia Marshall, or Cynt as she's better known, made headlines when she became the first black female CEO in the NBA. She was brought in to turn around a toxic environment discovered within the Dallas Mavericks organization. But Cynt uh, was blazing trails long before she stepped into that role. I first got to meet her a couple of months back, and she left such a strong impression on me. So when she was in New York recently, we sat down for an amazing conversation about her life and how she overcame the odds to get where she is today. Throughout her life, Sint Marshall has proven that she is fearless. This optimism, I know who's on your side. Yes. God's on your side. Yes. Her resume, a history of barriers she's broken. The first black senior class president at her high school. The first black cheerleader at UC Berkeley. The first black member of Delta Gamma at the university. And then the first black female CEO in the NBA at the age of 58. Did you set out to be the first or did you just do what you did? No, I just did what I did. You don't know you're the first. But the road to success was not easy. Sint grew up in the projects in California. At just 11 years old, she witnessed her father shoot a man, violence that was later aimed at her and her mother. I was scared. Domestic violence uh, was part of, our, uh, part of our family. Where did you put that part of your life when you were a little girl? Uh, you know, we hit it. I mean, people didn't know that my mom was a, you know, a victim of domestic violence. They didn't know my dad was doing the things he was doing. What was the worst your dad ever hurt you? He broke my nose when I was 15 years old. Did he think that you could ever become somebody? No, and that was the painful part. He told my youngest sister and I that summer that we would be hookers on the street without him. Sint was determined to prove him wrong, going to college, then working her way up at AT&T, where at one point she turned down a big promotion after her boss asked her to change her appearance, behavior, even her name. I said, you know, when I first started, y'all made me take out, get rid of my red shoes and take down my braids. Like, when does this stop? At some point, like, I have to be able to be me. And now you want to change my name? I've been sent my whole life. Since still got that promotion with higher management and courage to who she was, and she did, experiencing a powerful moment when she joined the company on Wall Street years later to help ring the opening bell. I just started crying. Mm. And our CFO, John Stevens, is standing there, and he goes, Sint, what's wrong? And I said, you know, my daddy told us that we were going to be hookers on the street. And I told my mom, I'm going to make money, my money on Wall Street. I said, oh, my goodness. I'm on Wall Street. This is crazy. Amid her career success, Sint and her husband, Kenny, struggled to start a family. Four second trimester miscarriages mm. in 10 years of trying to have kids. Mm. Four. Did you think maybe we're not meant to have children? No, I didn't think that. My yeah. husband thought that. Their fifth attempt brought them their daughter, Carolyn, or a special K, as they called her. She was born prematurely and passed away six months later. Do you remember holding her? Oh, yes. I remember all her? that. And they said, uh, just hold her real tight because she'll probably be gone in about two days. Sint and Kenny later created their family of six through adoption. But in 2010, her strength was tested once again when Sint was diagnosed with stage three colon cancer. I thought I had months to live. It was bad. 
Sint, now cancer-free, retired from AT&T in 2017. But that retirement did not last long. In 2018, she got a call from Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. A bombshell Sports Illustrated article just revealed sexual harassment and other improper workplace misconduct within the organization. I said, I don't know if I'm going to do this. And two women stopped me and said, are you the person who Mark Cuban said is going to come in and help us and save us? And they talked to me and they told me their stories. What were you learning? They said, we, we need help. You, you have yeah. to come in. The stuff in the article is true. So I went home and I prayed about it. I came back the next day. How did you go about it? I laid out a vision uh, from day one that said we would set the global standard in the NBA for diversity and inclusion. And then I laid out a set of values that spelled crafts. Character, respect, authenticity, mm -hmm. fairness, teamwork, and safety, mm -hmm. both physical and emotional safety, and said these will not just be on the walls, but they would operate in the halls. Two years later, the Mavericks won the 2020 NBA Inclusion Leadership Award. Sint has also navigated the Mavericks through the pandemic and the social justice movement, helping to create conversations within their community on how to address systemic racism. If we want to make sure that equity is really something that we're all practicing every day, mm -hmm. we need to be out there right. to make it happen. Some things are bigger than basketball. We love basketball too now. Of course. But some things are bigger than basketball. Yeah. A set of values she established long before stepping onto the court. Is there a quote that you hold on to? Yes, and especially when it comes to work. Uh, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. She is a, she not a, isn't wow. she amazing? No, I, mean, I mean, wow. and this, this incredible woman finds blessings everywhere. She described that moment where her dad punched her. In oh. the, she was in the hospital. Uh, they were caring for another loved one, and her yeah. dad came in and punched her in the nose. She, she said it was. She said God was there that day. I said, how do you know that? And she said, uh, because there were there were witnesses, mm. and also a doctor there saved my life. Mm. I needed to be there when that happened. Mm. So I was wondering, like, she's not bitter. She's going through her life. Yeah. There's nothing about blessing. her. She seems yeah. full of sparkle and optimism yeah. and like life has given every single possible, you know, difficult situation. Yes. She and here she is. Yeah. One of those things wow. will be enough yeah. to knock some sure. of us yeah. down. Oh, I also asked her guys, by the way, her words to live by, and they are dream, focus, pray, and act. Mm. She's done all of those yeah. things. She yeah. keeps doing it. When she stepped into the workplace where she was at the Mavericks, there were no women or people of color in the leadership, and now it's 50% women and 50% people of color. And basically she says, it can't be a locker room mentality sure. when there are women and people of color. Sure. You yeah. just can't have that. It's, it's, it's uh, for folks who follow that story, yeah. where the Dallas Mavericks yeah. were back then versus yeah. where they are now, yeah. it's due in large part to St. Marshall's yeah. leadership. Yeah, yeah. So. definitely. Wow. Hmm. And a big thanks, too, to Sint for talking to us. And one Manhattan Square, they let us shoot on this beautiful basketball court, oh, by the way. Yeah. Very Loved nice. our spot. Thank yeah. you. Well, no, thank right. you. Thank you yeah. for that one. Mr. Wow. Roker, how about us? Check out the forecast. All right. Uh, first of all, our friends out west, they're dealing with a lot. We got heavy winds, 10 million people under uh, wind advisories, wind warnings. Alerts continue into this afternoon with gusts of up to 75 miles per hour, plus heavy rain coming into the Pacific Northwest for 5 million people. We're talking about flooding due to this excessive rainfall and snow melt. And rest of the country, you can see we've got some snow making its way right along the jet stream. You can follow it along, dipping down past Minneapolis, Chicago, then that clipper coming through the northeast, bringing some light snow. For the day today, cool sunshine down to the southeast, snow showers, great lakes into the northeast of New England, record warmth continuing in the southwest, and we've got that flood threat in the Pacific Northwest. That is your latest weather. Carson, of course, the cover story is working on The, the Voice, but he's yes. really in mourning for the Raiders. Oh, <laughs> 
yeah. still best time of the morning. Best time. We're trying to make him proud again. Bargaining this phase. morning. <laughs> <laughs> the stages of grief. All right, first up, Downton Abbey. The Crawleys and their staff are headed back to the big screen, and we have an exclusive sneak peek at the first full trailer for the highly anticipated sequel, revealing Lady Grantham, played by Maggie Smith, might have a few more tricks up her sleeve. <laughs> oh. Costumes, the drama, Downton Abbey, a new era, hits theaters March 18, 2022. Does Lady 2022. Grantham have a boyfriend? Sounds Is that like what we're taking away? She's like dying that. at the end of no, the no, no, I, guess, no. I guess she bounced back. Love saves, Al. <laughs> yeah. uh, to see the full trailer. Head <laughs> over to today.com. Oh, love it. Love will do for you. I know. That's it. Listen. Just ahead, guys, we are going to introduce you to the newest arrival on Sesame Street. Elmo is here, along with Good his new morning. friend, and yeah. we'll get to meet her. Oh, it is early. Oh, it is early, yes. <laughs> We're back. Uh, something, spe something special happened over the weekend. The newest balloons oh. for the Macy's Thanksgiving oh, Day Parade oh. revealed. Taken out for a test spin. Chanel, you're going to yes. have more on the parade for us uh, tomorrow, right? It's going to be good. Yes, I'll be live be? from New Jersey where they're putting the final touches on the floats. And we can't wait to give all of you and all of you at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneak Baby Yoda. It's all coming back. Oh, my yes. gosh. It's all coming back. Exciting. Meanwhile, coming up this morning, we are going to pull back the curtain on the growing world of virtual influencers. Why are millions rushing to social media sites to follow and engage with computer-generated robots. Holly Jackson's gonna dig into it and explain. We're actually robots. <laughs> no. um, then we've got a real star in the house. We've got Andrew Garfield. Can't uh, wait to talk to yeah. him about his role in Tick, Tick, Boom. What it was like working with and singing for its first-time director, a little someone we know, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. Nice. Cool. Also, uh, we don't need to be told how to get to Sesame Street because guess what, guys? Yeah. Elmo uh. is here and he's brought along his newest friend, Jiang, ready to make her TV <laughs> debut. Is that your Elmo? Do it. Can you do it? Uh, we're very happy. You know why else I'm yeah. very happy? Look at all the Ghostbusters the right here. here. Right here. Well, guess what? Coming up on the third hour, Winston Zeddemore himself, Ernie Hudson, joining us, telling us about bringing back, yes, yeah, his classic Ghostbusters character in a brand I'll new show movie. the proton pack. That's right. They, show got, the they got proton packs. They are ready, baby. Remember, don't cross the streams. <laughs> Mr. Roper, first we need your help. Uh, this Thanksgiving will feature many families reuniting for the first time, and we want to share those stories. So head to today.com. Tell us how you're celebrating. You may be featured in our Milestones We Missed series. Mr. Roker, you got a check of the weather. If somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes! All right, let's show you. Making, I can do this all day with these guys. You're making their Let's show you what we've got for the week ahead. We got lake effect snow today in the northeast. Flood threat in the Pacific Northwest. Sunny and cool down through the south. We get into the midweek period. Snow goes away in the east. Seasonal conditions, more wet weather. In the Mississippi River Valley, sunny and dry out to the west. And then toward the end of the week, more snow around the Great Lakes. Another storm comes into the Pacific Northwest. Chilly around the Great Lakes and sunshine down through the Gulf. Midsection of the country and back into the southwest and as the ghostbusters oh, say in their commercial we're ready to believe you oh wow real quick guys real quick can i just say can we just say hi to these two 
They planned this trip for 12 years to come to the plaza. Nicole and Kathy, you guys, we love you. Thank you so much. People plan these trips for their whole lives. We're so happy that you're here. You made it. I love it. All right, coming up next, an unusual look at the very unusual and profitable world of virtual influencers. How these robots are changing social media by targeting young audiences. But first, this is today on NBC. We are back, 836, with a trend your kids may be familiar with. I mean, of course, that means we aren't. Uh, virtual influencers. It's true. Computer-generated characters are steadily gaining serious power in the social media economy. So uh, what's the potential impact on teenagers who are interacting with these stars who aren't even real? Here's NBC's Hallie Jackson. That's Lil Michaela and Bermuda and Emma, social media stars with millions of followers, sharing selfies with friends, posting funny videos, typical teen stuff. Except these aren't teens. They're not even human. They're computer-generated robots, virtual influencers with plenty of fans. I was just first obviously confused, like why is this person using so many filters? Um, but then upon just further just looking at it, it was just, it was just so cool to me. Carla Montgomery has been following Lil Michaela for years. She like lives as a robot in our world. I think it's super, um, just super unique. And super realistic. It questions the line of reality versus virtual reality. Virginia Tech professor Donna Hertalik thinks these virtual influencers are becoming more popular because of their targeted approach toward younger audiences. They can relate to someone that looks like them, talks like them, feels like them, and then them translating to be an influencer for these young communities. There's a company behind that looking to sell something, right? Like this comes back to like branding and influencing at its very core. It is the wizard behind the curtain that is playing like a puppeteer with these virtual beings. So you're not only getting into it, you're getting into, you know, who they're friends with, who they're not. And then by the way, I'm using this product and that product. Influencer marketing overall is a huge industry with brands expected to spend up to $15 billion on it by next year. And these digital stars are coming for a bigger piece of that pie, making money from sponsored posts, concerts, even virtual reality video games. Lil Michaela reportedly made more than $11 million last year. You're probably asking yourself, how is this robot talking to me right now? Carl McDormand studies human-computer interaction and explains the theory of the uncanny valley, which says as virtual beings look more and more lifelike, they go from cute to creepy for most people. But something else is happening with these virtual influencers. If they're interacting with a particular virtual influencer frequently, then it may have been uncanny at some point, but over time they'll get used to it. That can be entertaining, but some researchers point out it could come with a risk. I think there are general concerns about social media kind of shaping young minds and young brains. It can be designed very specifically to be liked, uh, to be credible, and so on. And that's a kind of new danger that we haven't seen before in society. What do parents need to know about the rise of virtual influencers online? Talk to your kids and find out what's going on because there's a lot more um, influencers and impact out there that could really um, change the future of our children based on how they're being conditioned.
For today, Hallie Jackson, NBC News. God. Wow. Mm. Wowza. Another Great example of social media. It's yeah. going to be the death of us. Uh, by the way, we want to <laughs> wow. wish. You kind of took that someplace. Wow. Listen. Like, woo. Just the comments that yeah. we're going to get yeah. every day. Uh, we want to wish our good friend Hallie Jackson the best of luck. In case you hadn't heard, her new show, Hallie Jackson Now, premieres this week on our streaming network, NBC News Now. You can catch it weekdays, 5 p.m. Eastern. Best of luck, Hallie. All right. Good luck, Hallie. Coming up next, we are sitting down with the star of Tick Tick Boom, who learned to sing and play the piano for the role. Andrew Garfield did that. We'll talk to him in just a minute, but first, this is today on NBC. We are back with Tony winner and Oscar-nominated star Andrew Garfield. He is using his many, many talents, some newly discovered in the new film called Tick, Tick, Boom. It's, he's starring as the creator of the musical Rent, Jonathan Larson, and it's based on the autobiographical musical of the same name. It follows John's life as a young theater composer in the 90s, struggling to finish his boundary-breaking musical. Andrew, good morning, good, good morning. morning. Good morning. You know what I love about you? Yes. Like... So, okay, so here's the thing. You say you don't know how to sing, you yeah. don't know how to play piano. Lin-Manuel Miranda says, hey, I think you might be the right guy for my, my movie. And you say, how long is it going to be till we start filming? Because you're planning to learn those things. Well, yeah, like any good actor, I, I lie on my CV. <laughs> and he says, you know, I want you to do this. And I say... Well, how long? Yeah, how long do you need? And and he says, well, a year. And I'm like, yeah, I can probably do do that kind of stuff. And yeah, sure. Yeah, I can ride a horse. I can sing. I can play piano. I can yeah, do all. So this you stuff. learned it all. You learned how to play piano and sing in that year's time. I did, <laughs> and what a privilege that is. And 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 like you know how lucky I am that I got to do it through this amazing man's music, Jonathan Larson's music, and so so much undiscovered music as well. And there there are songs in this musical that people are going to be surprised by, even people who are big fans oh. of Jonathan Larson. So yes. Of, of all people to say that to, Lin-Manuel no. Miranda, I mean, Broadway <laughs> legend, and you're, like, kind of riffing, sure, I can sing. Yeah. There was a moment I read that he came and watched one of your rehearsals mm -hmm. he snuck singing. In. Because he, was he thinking, like, all right, I got to make sure he actually can oh, sing. I yeah, might have to yeah. recast this role. Oh, of course, because he didn't he didn't want to be haunted by the ghost of, of Jonathan Larson for the rest of his <laughs> life, going, why did you let this person play me? Um, so, yeah, I was rehearsing with um, his one of his music, um, his music people, Kurt Crowley, who's an amazing um, person, and I was doing the first couple of phrases of the first number, 3090, and it was just me and Kurt alone in a room, or so I thought, but Lynn had kind of snuck, snuck in. in. Oh. And uh, the first I knew of that was that uh, his shoe flew across my face. <laughs> and then he was looking at me so happy and excited, and he shouted at me. He was like, Andrew Garfield, you can sing, and I do oh. not have to recast you. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. He was more relieved than you. Oh, totally, uh, yeah. So wow. then we were kind of off to the races. I knew when the shoe flew, we were in a, in a good place. Is that like a thing? To throw that, a shoe is, that is that like, like a good sign? It's a weird Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't think it's a theater thing. I don't think oh. it's a musical theater. I think it's just a Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda thing. thing. Like, when, when he's upset, in a good way and angry at you for yes. being good. Yes. Yes. He'll yes. take his shoe off, he'll put ah. it somewhere, or he'll throw it. Or, yeah, it's well, it I was, like it. it. It's a spectacular performance, Thank and you. I thought what made it even more touching was you just, you dedicated this performance of you ha as you had others to your mom who passed away not too long ago. Yeah, and yeah. you just were telling me and Savannah, you love to talk about her. Yeah, I, if I, I only want to talk about her now because, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think grief is all the unexpected, unexpressed love. 
I mm. think that's what it feels like. Oh, there she is, yeah. Mm. Look at that gorgeous. She loved that green jumpsuit. That yeah. was like, she felt really powerful in that green jumpsuit. It was the kind of thing she wouldn't usually wear. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, so for me, it's it, grief is unexpressed love. So, and I'm never going to be able to ex express fully the love that I have for my, for my mother, the gratitude I have. That, that I got given the best mother around. So uh, it's, it's, an, it's a never ending. And, and for John, you know, for me, it's like we all leave this life with an unfinished song, no matter, no matter how much of our song we get out. It's never going to be fully done. And, and it was the same for my mother. So I get, to, I get to continue singing her song for her in my life. And, um, and, and I get to do it through, through John's unfinished song as well. Uh, for all of us, so I, I just, it's, I'm, I feel very, very lucky. Well, other than Lin-Manuel Miranda, she was the, really the first yeah. one to discover you and yeah. your talent, and <laughs> seeing that maybe drama and acting, yeah. maybe that was going to be your calling. Yeah, she that's saw right. that in she you. She did, even though she was destined, making me maybe destined for a life of poverty <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as an out-of-work actor. She, she, she was like, I'd rather my son be happy than... Um, than, than rich or than, um, you know, within the status quo, you know. I, yeah, I was, I, was, I was an athlete and then I gave that up and then I was studying academia and I kind of didn't connect with the things that were being presented to me in this kind of provincial place that I was brought up in the south of England. And it was her that really saw that I was struggling and said, well, why don't you look at something creative? And I was like, well, I tried clay molding and I wasn't very good and I tried painting and I wasn't very good tried music and I was fine and yeah. then it was the last thing I tried was theater mm. and uh, and she she kind of hung in there with me um and and was the first person to put me on that kind of path so I'm indebted to her forever wow. well you know they're talking Oscar buzz for your performance yes, I don't they know if are. that embarrasses you or pleases you to hear yeah. Both. Would you rather would you rather me take a shoe and throw it at you? Yes, yeah, yeah, I'd okay. much rather be knocked out by okay. your high heel right Wait, now. Wait, we do have to ask you about Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Everybody's you know saying, we have to. Everybody's saying there, you may be in it, there's a cameo. Why don't you just go ahead and confirm? Go ahead. <laughs> it, might, it might just make it easy. I let's, just, let's just end just, it right yeah. now. Why speculate? You guys are really good at your jobs, but I'm better at mine. <laughs> I, um, no, I listen, I, I, I'm not in the film. I, I love Spider-Man. I always have. I was so happy to, to, to have played the part. And, and I'm so excited to see what they do with the third one, just like uh -huh. you guys are, to be honest. Uh -huh. No, that's not like a diplomatic answer. Yeah. Like, I really, really mean it. Like, I love Tom Holland. Yeah. I love John Watts. I love Emmy Pascal and Kevin Feige and what they've done with those movies and that character, because it's, you know, it's an important character to me. So I'm just really excited to see what happens in the third one, as you guys are, I can Andrew, see as well. well you done, are Andrew. A delight. Thank you Thanks, so Andrews. much, and congratulations yeah. on all your success. Thank you so and much. And new talent. Yes, Thank indeed. You. Tick, tick, boom, by the way, in select theaters right now, streaming on Netflix this Friday. And we should mention that Lin-Manuel Miranda will join us live on Thursday. That'll, That'll be a riot. That'll yeah. be fun, too. It'll yeah. be a good one. Thanks. Coming up next, the newest friend on Sesame Street. She's right here, going to make her TV debut oh. with us along with her bestie, Elmo. But first, this is Today on NBC. Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's always a sunny day here in Studio 1A when our friends from Sesame Street stop by. And this morning, we are visiting with our old pal, Elmo, and his new buddy, G Young, making her television debut right here. Nice to see you, Ji Young. And you're get, they're all getting ready for a very special celebration that's taking mm -hmm. place on the block next week. Elmo, Ji Young, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, we're so happy to be here. 
Oh, it's great to have you. So, so Ji Young, what's it like making new friends on Sesame Street? Oh, it's the best. I, I'm kind of new on Sesame Street, but everybody's been really welcoming. Yeah. I heard you play music, Ji Young. Is that right? You're kind of a rock star? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very simple. She's, be, she's being humble. She's amazing. Oh. Are you guys oh. in a band together? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's called yeah. the Best Friend Band, and we rock out. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Oh, look oh at there they are. Yeah. Oh, you cool. guys are so good. Elmo, you're so good at making people feel included on Sesame Street. How are you doing that for Ji Young? Well, that's kind of what Sesame Street's all about. You know, we have, we have people, monsters, birds, grouches. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I understand that Sesame Street is getting ready to celebrate Neighbor Day. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit more about what Neighbor Day is? Yeah, well, Neighbor Day is going to be kind of like a great big, sort of like a block party. Oh. Yeah, big celebration where the whole community gets together. Yeah. yeah. food or games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a, a, a bunch of special guests are going to join us for our for our party. Uh, uh, Simu Liu, yeah. uh, him and Big Bird are organizing a, a potato sack race. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Do you know Simu Liu? Can you tell me how to get to Sesame Street? <laughs> oh, you take the R-Train? <laughs> <laughs> Young, what's your favorite part about making these new friends on Sesame Street? Oh, you know what's really cool about Sesame Street is that, that no matter what you look like or how you play or where you come from, you belong. Wow. And that's really wow. cool. Mm, that's well. true. Yeah. Do you have a special song for Neighbor Day? Oh, it's kind of a secret. Yeah. We've been working on a really cool new song, and I've been working really, really hard on it with my guitar, oh. and I can't wait to share it with everybody. I love that you play guitar, Ji Young. We can't wait to hear the song a little later, okay? Gee, yeah. we, we are so excited that you're a part of Sesame Street now. Yeah. We yeah, really it's it's pretty amazing. I, I feel very welcome. Mm. And it's the best neighborhood in the whole world. Oh, yes, do you it play is. any instruments? Or you just sing? Or what do you do in Al the band? I the keyboard. The keyboard. Oh. Elmo, do you know that Al does a great impression of you? <laughs> okay, okay, let's hear it, Mr. Oh, Elmo. Okay. No, no, I feel very nervous. I, I don't think I can do it now, Elmo. How do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Where's that coming from? <laughs> Oh. All right. If you want to join their Neighbor Day, catch See Us Coming Together, Sesame Street Special on HBO Max, PBS, and YouTube on Thanksgiving Day. What a fun mm. thing to do. And you'll get to meet G. Young. We've got more about Sesame Street's newest neighbor on our website, today.com. Coming up on the fourth hour, big news from Blake Shelton as he sits down with Jenna. Oh, that's a tease. Also, coming up before that on the third hour, entrepreneur and social media sensation Gary V is live Ooh. with some advice for making it big. That's and right. you saw, and you know who we just hung out with backstage? We, did. we got, got Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Uh, and we got Mark Bittman. Oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs>